across the board. Across the board. Across the board. All across the board. It was across the board. And welcome back to another episode of Across the Board. Tonight's going to be a different episode. It's just going to be me, Colton, and my buddy EJ, who's going to be showing up a little bit later. Um, John and Casey couldn't come. They had prior engagements. Um, but, you know, we got to keep the show rolling. Um, we haven't had a pod since December. So I kind of wanted to, you know, get the ball rolling. We have a lot of big things coming, so don't think that we're just being bums. But it's also kind of hard to record at Ohio State when Ohio State is closed. So, you know, yeah, that's a little hard. But we're back, and um, we're going to be putting out more consistent pods, um, hopefully at least once a week. Um, and we're also going to be posting a lot of videos. Um, yeah, our YouTube video is going to be going up pretty soon, relatively soon. Our first YouTube video is actually going to be the um, Hip Hop Awards that we're going to be hosting. Um, and it should be out probably relatively soon. I assume it's going to be out before the Grammys. Um, so we're probably going to get it filmed within the next couple weeks. And I'm really excited about that. Um, the whole team is, um, we're going from, you know, all audio to audio and visual. So I think, you know, we're just keep taking more and more steps and, you know, we really appreciate you guys for being along and, um, it's just going to get better from this. And, um, yeah, please make sure to, um, check out our next podcast slash YouTube video that we're going to put up. Um, it's a pretty big deal. Um, it's pretty much just us talking about who did the best this year in hip hop through and throughout. Um, I think that it being our first video that we're going to make this, you know, as special as we can. So it'd mean a lot for us. If you guys like come in and watch it, it'd, it'd be great. Um, we're also going to have some kind of pod behind it. Um, I want to say that it's a whole podcast, but it's like 45 minutes of us just kind of explaining our reasons and um, why we picked who we picked and, you know, just um, just kind of like a um, behind the scenes type deal podcast. But other than that, you know, we um, we're really excited to be back. We're really excited to have a more consistent um, pod uploading year. Sure, whatever that means. But yeah, we're going to make sure that we have a lot of pods go up. We're going to make sure we have a lot of YouTube videos go up. You know, we're going to be just in your face 24-7 this year, hopefully. Um, and we really would love the continued support. Um, even if you just kind of put us on play and just kind of use us as background noise, we really appreciate it um, that you chose us. So um, yeah, we got a couple things that we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about playoffs. Playoffs? Don't talk about Playoffs? You kidding me? Playoffs? We're going to talk about the playoffs that's happened. Um, we're going to talk about a, our All-Star starting five, our personal who we want as a starting five in the All-Star game. Um, we're going to talk about Carmelo Anthony and how he just got dealt to the Bulls for some cash and see what his ending destination is going to be by the end of the year. Honestly, I don't know. He could just you know, weather away a bull and just sit on the bench and he could just be released and he never play another game of basketball. Who knows? We'll see. We're going to talk about that a little more. Um, we're going to talk about, um, we're going to have a new segment 
that's going to come in that's going to be a permanent segment rather than something that we kind of only do. Um, we're also going to talk about Liverpool and their win over Crystal Palace. It was great. I didn't get to watch it, but I got to watch a lot of highlights, and it was great. Um, and um, that's pretty much it. Um, EJ is going to join us here in a little bit, but right now we're going to take you to a little ad break. Then we'll be right back. And now EJ has joined us. So now that we got EJ with us, we're going to talk a little bit about the playoffs. Um, mm-hmm. Both division titles games went into overtime. Drake had all four of the teams on his shirt because, you know, he was aware of the Drake curse. But the two teams at the bottom lost. Yeah, I don't know about Drake, though. You know he's like he has that reputation of being like a bandwagon and shit now. I don't know what team he roots for. Me either. Because <laughs> like, like, he always pops up with a different shirt on, or like he pops up like tweeting about somebody or making an Instagram post about somebody. And it's like, wait, what? Yeah, like for football, he likes Alabama. For basketball, like college basketball, he likes Kentucky. I don't know what. Yeah, but like he used to talk about Ohio State and stuff. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> then he's like, he's a Toronto Raptors fan. That's a given. Yeah. But, but like, wouldn't you want to be, like, I don't know. I would be consistent. I wouldn't be all over the yeah, map. Yeah, he's just all over. So, but. And it's like, I don't know. He travels all over. I don't know. Yeah, that could be it. But um, both division games went into overtime. Um, the first game that was on was the Rams and the, Sa- uh, Rams and the Saints. Um, even though the Rams won. Um, I still thought that they were pretty evenly matched. Yeah, I think I just saw highlights from that game, but I know everybody was talking about the Rams all season. Yeah, they've had for a the game to be evenly matched. Man, like I don't know, maybe they were a little overrated. They could been, but um, I feel like they were expecting the Rams to have a better defensive scheme against the Saints, and like the yeah. Saints not score as much as they did. Um, but they were pretty even. Um, they both had an even time of possessions, like maybe a couple minutes off. Right. Um, neither of them could run the football. The Saints had 48 rushing yards, and the Rams had 77. Drew Brees, how did he do? Um, he wasn't bad. Um, I don't think he showed up how they wanted him to, though. No. They definitely – it wasn't a game that, um, that Drew Brees – I mean, he had – Two touchdowns, an interception, and he had two, almost 250 yards passing. He was 26 for 40, so okay. he had so he had an 88 QBR rating. You can tell they were leaning on that pass game, though. Yeah, which threw the ball 40 times. Yeah, which I don't think they should have, especially with having both Mark Ingram and um, Alvin Kamara, two of like people think are the best top, um, let's say 10 backs in the league, and you have right. two of them on your team, yeah. and you only have 48 rushing yards. Um, it's hard though against the Rams. They have that really big defensive line with Sue. Right, they got a big front, don't they? Yeah, they have Sue, Donald, Flowers. Yeah, they have a huge line. So like I I understand that, but the Rams also only had seventy seven yards rushing. They have Todd Gurley. Hmm. Um, Todd Gurley also was not in this game a lot. He um. He only ran for – he only had four attempts, and he only had 10 yards. Right. And the only touchdown he got um, 
was I want to say that it was a catch, but don't hold me to that. Okay. Um, no, it wasn't catch. He definitely ran it in. So he must have ran it in on a like a, like a goal l- line, l- little goal line, red zone. Red yeah. Zone. I also didn't catch all the game, so don't crucify me of missing things. I definitely didn't watch it. So. <laughs> so what everyone was kind of talking about this game was the bad defensive pass interference that um, the refs missed against the Rams. And, I mean, it was pretty clear. He yeah. got he got I smacked. I think I saw it on my timeline. Yeah, he got smacked. Um, it was a legal hit. Yeah. But as far as the timing and everything, the ball was, like, not even in the picture pretty much. So, EJ is not an NFL referee. <laughs> so, you agree that... There's a lot of things wrong on that I mean, whole yeah. entire sequence. And all I saw was the little gif on my timeline, and I was like, okay. Like, I mean, I played football. Anybody who knows, like, the general, you know what I mean? You're right. It was – there should have been a flag thrown. So. Yeah. So what you're saying, if you have a little understanding of football, that you knew that was a pass interference. Yeah. Legal hit. Okay. I also saw it in slow motion. So, I mean, maybe seeing it in real time – Obviously, like, you know what I mean? Your girlfriend's going to be like, oh, my God. Right. It was a violent hit, but, like, in yeah. slow motion, you can see he wasn't <laughs> headhunting. Yeah. It was legal. It was just, like, he didn't look for the ball. No, he just hit him. Yeah, like, why yeah. wasn't that flag thrown? I don't know. In my opinion, if you're a defensive player and you hit a guy, didn't get hit in the back with a football, it's, right. I think that's a little illegal. I think it's a foul. I think it's a pass interference. Um. That would have changed the yeah, game. Yeah, the Saints would have won. Saints would have been to the Super Bowl. that was Bowl. pretty deep in the end zone. I yeah. mean, in the, the red zone, right? Yeah, Saints would have. As um, far as where he hit him and everything. Yeah, no. would have threw that flag, they would have been set up for. Half the distance to right. the goal. So, that was, it was just a really bad um, missed call. And I think um, after this year, the refs are going to get, um, I think they're going to have, hopefully, uh, quality referees instead of. Right think they need to crack down a little bit oh yeah of course i mean you gotta think like this might be just your job for um you know the four four months that it is right but i mean these are these players livelihoods like you might have a second job as like an insurance guy or whatever and you make a hundred thousand dollars a year or close to that they make pretty good money so i'd assume that they'd crack down on this, but right. if they don't, uh, I feel like the NFL is going to lose a lot of um, of their reputa- uh, repu- reputation, and they're yeah. going to lose a lot of fans because, like, it's just been bad this year. It's yeah. been so bad, and I mean, the Saints—they had a very bad uh, defensive pass interference call go for them against Pittsburgh, where mm-hmm. Joe Hayden barely touched. Um, I don't know who. I want to assume it was Michael Thomas because Joe Hayden on Michael Thomas makes sense. That, you know, they got caught and, you know, it pretty much helped the Saints get a touchdown and win. Um, it's just been really bad this year. So I think, mm. I hope that it changes. Um, another thing I kind of noticed is that um, OSU alum Michael Thomas kind of just went, di- disappeared in this game. Um, he was not even uh, in the top two of targets or receptions or yards hmm. in this game. Alvin Kamara was targeted 13 times with 11 receptions with 96 yards receiving. Ted Ginn had six targets with three receptions and 58 yards. Another LSU alum. Yeah. And Michael Thomas had seven targets, four receptions, and 36 yards. Um, 
I don't want to say that um, the Rams put them on lock, put him on lock, mm-hmm. but I think Michael Thomas, I don't want to say he choked, but he kind of choked. I, I feel like he wasn't there in big moments for his team like he should have been. Yeah. Um, I mean, it was a big game. It was a huge game. He didn't really seem aggressive. Um, yeah, here, switch the mic over to where it, over, over, there you go. Mm. There you go. It's a little bit clear. Um, but yeah, like he, um, he just kind of disappeared. And for someone to be the number one receiver to disappear in a game like that, it's just kind of like, right. I don't know. It. I don't want to say it puts doubt in my mind about who he is as a player, but it just kind of, you know, he kind of let him let his squad down. He really did. You know, he kind of made Drew Brees do everything. And you know, it's just it's just kind of shitty to watch a team that has really good offense to not make it to the Super Bowl. I'm not, yeah. not saying the Rams don't have a good offense, but, you know, the Saints had Drew Brees, and having Drew Brees go against um, Tom Brady would have been great, and it's kind of shitty we didn't have it. Yeah, that shit would have been tight. Um, So, speaking of people that just kind of went MIA, Todd Gurley just kind of disappeared too. Um, I have no clue why he was gone, but he was on the bike a lot. It looked like he was always, like, stretching or warming up. I don't know if he had some kind of injury or anything, right. but um, you would think he was stretching. He was on the bike. He probably could have tried a little harder. You know yeah, what I mean? especially it, with it being a big game, like we just said. Yeah, like, like it's just two big guys just didn't show up. That you know, it's like we're watching these playoffs games for these guys to show up, and they just kind of don't. Yeah. Um, then you have three hundred pounds CJ Anderson running the football. Which right. you don't want to see happen. I mean, me personally, if I was in the position he's in, if I'm cramping, you know what I mean? I'm going to try to be there for my team. I'm going to try to play because I want to play. Right. I want to be part of that win. Yeah. Sometimes, like, you just got to be tough and you just got to play through stuff. So Especially when, like, bro, you're in the NFL. Like, come on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so, I – um. I got the big ups and big downs I got from LA is that um big ups is that um their defense I assume showed up to stop Michael Thomas and it just wasn't Michael Thomas being uh you know just just kind of choking um right. but some big downs I saw from LA is that Jared Goff just isn't as consistent as what a lot of people made him out to be a lot of people were talking about him being maybe a top 5 quarterback um I can make an argument or see an argument for him being top 10. But um, him and Gurley just were the two kind of big downs for L.A. for me. Um, Those are the two players that them and Aaron Donald, those are your big three. And, you know, it seems like Aaron Donald shows up every game. And it just seems like it's kind of like these last few weeks that Todd Gurley and Goff just kind of show up when they show up. Mm -hmm. So Kind of sometimey with it. Yeah. So I think that if they get um they get going in the Super Bowl that um early at least I feel like they'll be okay. So but on to the next playoff game, um Chiefs and the Patriots. Yeah. Um another game that went overtime and I thought it was a great game. It's the one I watched the most of. I'm pretty sure I watched the whole game. I fell asleep once or twice, but you know, it yeah, happens. The Chiefs path it kept me interested longer than Yeah. Definitely. Um, it felt like the Rams and the Saints, um, they kind of like one team would build up a little bit of momentum, then they'd stop. Then it'd be the other right. team build up a little bit of momentum, then they'd stop. It was never like, oh, my God, this team's running away with it. 
um, then all uh, suddenly the other team's coming back. Um, it wasn't really back and forth. It was just kind of melodic, in yeah. my opinion. It was just, you know, it was, a, it was a slow game, but, I mean, you're right. I think the Chiefs and Pats were what everybody was kind of looking forward to. Yeah, definitely. It was a bigger game. So, um, how do you think Tom Brady's going to hold up? Um, I would say he's 40, 41 years old. Yeah. Um, I feel like he's not going to want to leave if they lose the Super Bowl. But um, how, what do you think Tom Brady getting to the Super Bowl again, even if he wins or don't? What do you think that means for the Patriots, and what do you think that means for Tom Brady? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I feel like he's conditioned to it at this point. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like he looks at it just like another game now. Like, he probably has a routine, everything he goes through. Like, I feel like it's just like another game for him. So, yeah, most of the time, I feel like he's going to show up. You know what I mean? He probably won't disappoint. <laughs> I remember looking at the uh, the the uh, the last game or whatever. I was at work, so, like, I was kind of peeking at it here and there. Yeah. But um, I, like, peeked at it, went off, did something, came back, and uh, it was when they had the ball. I don't know where they were at, but it was, like, a minute 44 left. They were driving. Yeah. And I was like, as soon as you look at it, like, you know what I mean? You know what Tom Brady does. Yeah. I was like, here he goes. Like, he's about to do it. Um, I feel like that's – how the Super Bowl is going to go pretty much. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. He's so going to show up. He's going to do his thing. Yeah. So, you think Tom Brady's back next year, even if he wins the Super Bowl? Or do you think that this might be his, like, his last, like, chance to get out without, you know, kind of leaving on an L? Mm, I don't if, know. If you were in Tom Brady's position, uh, this would be your sixth Super Bowl. This would be your ninth Super Bowl appearance. Yeah. Uh, this could be your sixth Super Bowl win. If you win that sixth Super Bowl, right. are are you hanging up the cleats? Like, what wh- if you were Tom Brady? What are you doing? Um, mm-hmm. honestly, I feel like he still has a little more left in his tank. Yeah, I don't. He hasn't really shown any signs of like really slowing down or anything yet. Not yeah. to me, at least. I th- I don't think he's done yet. Whether they win or lose, he. Yeah. Pro- I think I'm gonna give him like maybe two more years, two or three more years, and then I think he'll start. You know, leaning towards it. Maybe yeah. his numbers will drop a little bit. Yeah. I think you're right. Um, right now, he doesn't really have any kind of re- reliable weapons. Um, Gronk's getting old and getting banged up. Yeah. Edelman's the same way. He doesn't have um, Abendola. He doesn't have Wes Welker. Um, right. He has Sony Michelle, which says he's suddenly emerged in the playoffs in the last couple of games, which has been good for the Patriots in the run game. But I think you're right. I think if the Pats can put somebody around him that is um, a higher-tier wide receiver yeah, or even a higher-tier tight end, someone similar to Gronk, I think Tom Brady can go another one or two years and still be um, Tom Brady. I don't think that he his game would slow up any. It's definitely slowed up a little bit, but that's just going to happen. But he's still yeah. I feel like he still gets it done. Right. Um, I still would feel conf- confident with Tom Brady behind center. It almost seems like when like certain quarterbacks get older, they just start to suck and not care. Mm-hmm. But it seems like Tom Brady. I don't really see Tom doing that. No, Tom. Tom wants to win no matter what. He's so, just got that in him. He's got that drive. Yeah. So, um, 
that's a, how I feel and how we feel about Tom Brady. Um, the Patriots defense looked really good. Um, their front line looked really good against the um, Chiefs offensive line. Um, they really just the Pat, Patriots seemed like they dominated the game. They had the ball for 24 minutes longer than Kansas City. Um, they had double the first downs, right. and they also had 130 uh, more rushing yards than them, which is crazy because Kansas City, when they had Kareem Hunt, was one of the top rushing teams in the league. And it, if you looked at the final score and the stat line to this game, you wouldn't think that this game was as close as it was. But, I mean, I think the Chiefs really got outcoached more than they got outplayed. Mm. Uh, you could go into overtime and you give Tom Brady the first drive in overtime after yeah. he ju- after he just went two minutes and scored. And scored. Yeah. And scored. It was bold. And your team just went down, let's say, 60 yards and kicked a field goal. I just don't see how Andy Reid felt felt more comfortable with his defense on the field rather than his offense, yeah. because Pat Mahomes, his first half was okay, but his second half, once he got settled in, he he looked like Pat Mahomes. He looked like he was getting shit done. Right. I just feel like with it being crunch time and you're going against Brady, you gotta try to you gotta try to score before he does. I don't yeah. Think they were smart about it. They um, they definitely did. They had thirty. So Kansas drove with about 30 seconds left, and they kicked the field goal. Andy Reid kind of fucked up, too, because they could have had 53 if he would have called a timeout, but he didn't. Um, yeah, I feel like... You know how he performs late in the game, overtime, late in the fourth. Like, you know what I mean? He he got... He just... I don't, I don't know if he forgot, like, what quarterback he was right. facing or what, but in my opinion, as somebody that, like, watches sports regularly, who plays Madden even would know not to give Tom Brady the yeah, first like, drive of overtime knowing that they'd need a they need a touchdown and not a field goal and even if it was just a field goal I I just couldn't give Tom Brady the ball first no. I I at least want no way I at least want my offense to go first and at that point if Tom Brady scores again you know like you just go back and drive again kick yeah. a field goal so I felt that it was a little silly yeah I felt like Andy Reid kind of beat himself Bill Belichick kind of just – I don't want to say he got this win kind of like it fell into his lap, but right. when you go into overtime, not only that the Kansas win the toss, mm-hmm. but they deferred it. So it's not like Belichick won the toss or anything. He just got the ball. Like they just yeah. gave it to him, and it's, that's just it from there. So the last little topic we have on the playoffs, we're going to talk about the Super Bowl. And we're going to um, get our opinions on that. So before we talk about the Super Bowl, we're going to have some fun Super Bowl facts about the cheap food that they're going to have at the Super Bowl. About the what? The cheap food. They okay. have cheap food at the Super Bowl, which is weird. Weird. It's going to be at Mercedes-Benz Stadium in um, Atlanta, Georgia, where the Falcons play. Yeah. Um, I'm going to name off three of the foods. I don't know if you saw the prices yet, but I want you, I just want you to guess what you think they are. Okay. So first is going to be a hot dog. How much do you think a hot dog is going to cost for a Super Bowl? Super um, Bowl weenie. Let's just throw let's throw five bucks out there. Five bucks. Guess yeah. what? They're selling them for two. Really? You can't even get that out of the Clippers game, man. That's what I'm saying. Like, that's odd. Then we have pizza. Pizza. Let's call it like 
three a slice. You were right. Three dollars slice. Okay. So, um, I don't know if any anybody else has um, a pizza joint that's open late, but we have a place called Mikey's Late Night Slice. Right now, slices of pizza are four dollars, so they're getting a three dollars slice of pizza at the Super Bowl for a dollar cheaper than what we get on a normal basis. Yeah, so. that's kind of nuts. Yeah. So, <laughs> this one is really going to be hard, and. I know you know about these prices because I, I don't like them. Beer. Beer. So, like, one of those big, you know, those cups that you get at football yeah. games, those big ones. It's, okay. Draft beer. How much? I'm going to call it four bucks. Five bucks. Okay. Dollar more. I low-balled them a little but bit. But $5 for a yeah. beer at the Super Bowl? During the Super Bowl. During the Super Bowl. Like. Where yeah. is this at? During the Super Bowl? Yeah. In Atlanta, and you're paying five bucks for a beer. I'm gonna guarantee you that everybody leaves is wasted. That a, that's not a new thing, is it? What or is that something they're trying this year? Or like, well, is it always like that? Um, Mercedes or Atlanta, um, Atlanta Falcons are trying to promote like a um, a fan friendly okay. pricing so that that you can come to the game and be uh, you know you pay not have to you know what I mean yeah break the bank right i mean when you go to a football game you pay hundred something dollars for your tickets and those aren't even like the best tickets right then you pay 40 to 50 dollars for parking and then it's like you go in you already spend 200 300 dollars not yeah. even not even in the gate right so i i like it i like that they're doing this for not only just for like regular games but they're doing it for the super bowl and they're keeping like their prices to where they're at and yeah Shit, with all those Patriots fans, five dollars a beer, they're gonna, they're not gonna have any kegs left. I I can almost guarantee you that that place is gonna be dry. It's a nice change of pace. It definitely is. I don't know, but five dollars a beer anywhere is gonna make me be happy. Yeah. So. That's crazy. Yeah. All right. So we're going to ask a few questions, talk about a few things. Who do you think the better team is? Um, the Los Angeles Rams or the New England Patriots? Um, me personally. Yeah, you personally. Watching on and off this season. I know going into the season, I remember the Rams having all that buzz. You know what I mean? They yeah. were the talk. Um, I'm taking Tom. You, you know think, what I mean? Wow. I'm, I, I'm taking Tom. I respect that. I'm taking Tom. He just, he's got ice in his veins. You know what I mean? Yeah. He shows up. We just talked about. He probably has a routine or something. Like, it's just going to be another game to him. He's going to show up. I feel like he's going to get it done. Yeah. Me personally. Yeah. Tom. I feel like the Rams, when was the last time they were in the Super Bowl? Yeah, you're right. They, <laughs> like, I think it was actually 17 years ago. It's yeah. like today or something like that, that. That was the last time the Rams were in the Super Bowl. I mean, not that that's important, but like. It kind of is. Bill, it, not, I think feel like they're going to have the experience. They're not going to be as poised as. New England is. I I think you're right because 17 years ago, Bill Belichick and Tom Brady were literally facing the Rams in the mm-hmm. Super Bowl. So they've been there. They've done that. Um, but how many – I don't know if you might not have it. How many times have New, has New England been back since then? Oh, my God. Um, Tom Brady's been in the Super Bowl nine times. That was in 2000. I, was pro- I think that was like the – that was the Super Bowl that Tom Brady won because – because Bledsoe went out. Yeah. Don't quote me on that. So, since then till now, they've been back at least four or five times. That's what I was 
So came in for four. Yeah, they've been I there. I just feel like they're gonna be more poised. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, they know what to do. Yeah, I have the better team as the Rams, just on paper. Okay. So that's who I think the better team is. But um, so your X factor is obviously going to be is going to be Brady in this game. Yeah. Um, me the X factor in this game is going to be the Los Angeles Rams defense. Right. Can they stop him? Yeah. So on the offense, I feel like um, Goff and Gurley can take care of it. Um, Goff has Robert Woods, and uh, I can't even think of their other receivers right now. I'm terrible, but he has a, he has a good offense to where he shouldn't have to worry about him putting up points immediately because uh, the Patriots defense is not that great, even though they've showed up in the playoffs. They just haven't right. been that great. Um, all year, so yeah. I so you can't really count them in every game, no matter what. Yeah. So I think it's going to be the Rams um, front seven. If they can get to Brady, or I don't know if they run seven offensive line, but their front, their defensive line. If they can get to mm-hmm. Brady, um, I think that pressure this year against Brady has been his worst enemy. So I th- I think that's what it is. I feel like it could be more maybe in the secondary. Yeah. Um, can, they, can they give him trouble when he gets the ball off? You know what I mean? Yeah. Can they lock those receivers down? Yeah, lock them off the routes and stuff. I don't know. Tlaib and um, Peters have to be on their A game this this game, especially against Tom Brady. Um, it's going to be interesting. So I guess we kind of did talk about the points of emphasis, emphasis on both teams. Um, it's it's Brady on offense and Rams on defense. Um I think as long as Brady's Brady and they get Gronk involved more than um, – they've kind of been using him as a blocker more than, right. like, a tight end. So if they can get him the ball, I think it would throw Los Angeles off yeah, guard a little bit. switch it up on him? I'd like it. I want I want to see Gronk with get 100 yards. flats or something. Yeah, I want him with 100 yards and two touchdowns. Like, I'm okay with that. That would be nice to see. Yeah. So I think those would definitely be the points that emphasis – emphasis? Emphasis. Emphasis. Yeah, that word. Did it get you? Yeah, I can't say that. There's too many <laughs> variables and whatever they are. All right, so we're, we're going to end this playoff talk, this Super Bowl, this long NFL season that's finally coming to an end. Um, who is your pick, and what do you think the score is going to be? Um, I'm going New England, like okay. I said before. Um, I think it'll be close, though. I'm gonna say like I'm gonna say thirty one twenty three. Thirty one twenty three Patriots. Thirty one twenty three Patriots. You know, I'm I'm gonna have to go the same. Um I just learned betting on Tom Brady in the playoffs just isn't a good idea. Mm, he always makes you regret it. He does. And what what made me never bet against Tom Brady was the game against Atlanta. Um no, last last year in the Super Bowl. Okay. I know that they lost against Philly, but um, Doug Peterson just has balls of steel, and sometimes that is just going to happen. But I think Tom Brady wants it a lot, and they've had a lot of doubters this year, and I think that they're going to get it, and I think it's going to be uh, it's going to be twenty eight twenty one. Twenty eight twenty one. Twenty eight twenty one. Tom Brady's going to get that ball. 
around the three minute mark and he's going to drive and he's going to score and that's how the Super Bowl's going to end. Tom Brady's going <laughs> to drive and score. That's just how it is. The golden boy. Yeah, golden boy. Okay, so now that we're finally done with uh, the playoff talk, we're going to get into some NBA talk. We're going to talk about the All-Star break um, and who we want to be like our personal you know, starting five for both East and West. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, let's get settled in real quick. <clears throat> who would you want to be your point guard right now? For East and West? East and West. Um, Guards. So, um, right. let so you, for... Do you want me to tell you... Or do you have them? I have up? a little list. Okay. Um, as far as guards. Yeah. So you're one in your two. One in your two. For the West, I'm gonna go like. Mm, for the West, I'm gonna go Steph, and I'm gonna go Steph and Harden. Steph and Harden. Yeah. I understand that. Did you have a reason you picked Steph first or hard no, second or just just not cause, necessarily just because their positions? Yeah, I, I feel understand. like they're both like you know what I mean. And then as far as the East, I'm gonna go D Wade because he's old bastard. <laughs> he's about to be done. Why not give him that start? You know what I mean. All right. And then I'm gonna go Kyrie. Ooh, I like that. So, I like that. So. If this were, if this is where, were, if this was me picking the people, me picking the guards, my number one pick is going to be Derrick Rose. Really? Yeah. Um, he's just, it's it's nice to see a comeback story. Yeah. And Derrick Rose has probably had the best comeback story I've ever seen. Bro, he's literally come back like two or three times. He's literally a rose from the concrete, bro. Yeah. Like, no matter where you put this it's guy. It's crazy watching him. Yeah, it's it's almost, I don't want to say it's like turning back the clock, but it almost is. Like, he's obviously not as explosive. You can't help but be happy for him. Right. Like, any anybody that's our age, 22 or 23, um, you grew up watching Derrick Rose. and. Right. You've seen him win the MVP. Yeah. At some, at some point, you saw him dominate the league. So, seeing him come back and I don't want to say dominate the league but go back to at least a proficient scorer and a proficient player is right. it's just great to see. Yeah. Um it's good to see him reacting good to getting more minutes. Right. You know what I mean? He's able to stay healthy now. Yeah. And it's 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 cool to watch. Yeah. Do you think that if he's um, had a rebirth. Yeah. Do you think if he kind of played like at this kind of tempo when he was in his prime rather than that almost like Westbrook style. Yeah, he was reckless. Yeah, do you think that he would be like, I don't know, like top ten players of our generation? Mm, like if maybe he would have st- started out how he is now? Yeah, pretty much. Like I mean, I'm not saying that like his first couple years where he was explosive. Right. I don't want to take those away. But it's almost like he was too explosive. Exactly. And he blew his knees out. Exactly. So do you think that if he would have – had those like one two years where he was crazy then this third year he's he kind of started playing like how he did now do you think that um we'd be talking about him being like top 10 players of our generation or top 10 players of 
the past like 10 years because um. i can't really i can't really put him in there right now because of how inconsistent he was for those years that he was hurt he had a lot of years where we didn't see him exactly and it was just like so it's kind of hard for me to think about him being in that talk of like being one of the you know what i mean yeah one of the guys that are up there just because of what he did and yeah. how it, everything happened like i don't know it would be not it would have been nice yeah it would have been cool but like i don't know so you don't think that he'd be up there with like Giannis and lebron and paul george and players like that it's just hard for me to picture it yeah just because of yeah like i said how everything happened he was too explosive yeah you also got to think about russell westbrook too russell westbrook's i don't i don't know how long he's been in the league compared to rose right but he came after but westbrook yeah, Westbrook is just as explosive as he is when he came into the league. Probably even more. He hasn't declined. No. Um, his shooting percentage isn't that great. But, I mean, uh, he takes a lot of shots, which I'm not mad at. Um, he does. A lot of people think he plays rust ball. I think he just plays to win. I don't think that he's yeah. thinking about his personal stats. I think that he just thinks that he's he gives his uh, team the best chance to win. Right. I mean, you got to respect everything he's done in yeah. OKC. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I agree with you. Okay. So, now that we got our two guards. Oh, I didn't even say my East guards. Oh, shit. Um, so I th- for the West, you had D. Rose. I had D. Rose, and I'm going to put Steph. Okay. I'm not going to put Harden just because I don't like Harden's game. Um, yeah. I, I respect it, but I don't like it. I feel like he gets a lot of calls in his favor. He does, but Ooh. what he's been doing is pretty crazy. I get that, but, you know, when LeBron was doing that, no one wanted to say anything. In his 15th year, too. You it's know, just because it was LeBron, though. Like, we yeah, expected him to do that. We did, but we did. I don't think we gave him the credit that we should have. Harden's just, like, emerging and doing this, so it's like, oh. like I, I know what you're saying, though. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'm gonna give it to Steph. I mean, Steph does this thing every year. Yeah. And for the East, I think I'm gonna do the same. I'm gonna give it to Kyrie, and I'm gonna give it to D Wade. D Wade might be coming off the bench, but he's still balling. And Kyrie and Kyrie is finally like realized that he has to take over this team to for yeah. them to survive. Did and you see what he on. said, bro? Bro, he In called LeBron. Oh my God! I was like, okay, I respect him for that. Yeah, he I, finally realized that he was being a little bitch, <laughs> and he he was crying, bro. He didn't realize how hard it was. How he didn't realize the position LeBron was in. Yeah, I think, now he's in that position and he's seeing and he's like, damn. Yeah, I was I had a lot of issues with Kyrie for a long time. Um, I didn't like his reasons for leaving. All I right. under, I understand it, but then at the same point, it's just like a championship's a championship. And right. he was like, well, I'm just more worried about the journey. I'm just like, well, what's the journey even matter if you come up short? You know? Right. If, like, I'm not going to remember. If I remember all the times I lost the NBA title rather than winning, like, I feel like I'm going to be way more depressed. Exactly. So I feel like he's he's kind of like one of those people that are just like, I don't want to say fake woke, but he's I think he's fake woke. Mm-hmm. And yeah. he was just like, oh, no, I want to do this by myself. And I want it to be more about the journey rather than the destination. And it's just right. like, then if you don't think the destination is important, then why are you even taking the journey? 
I mean, like I said, I respect him for even doing it. Right. Because most guys, I feel like they might come to that conclusion, like, hey, like, shit is really harder than I thought. But yeah. they're not going to come out in the press conference and say it. No. So Not like he did. Yeah. In front so. of the mics and the cameras and the phones and everything. Like, you know what I mean? And he owned up to it. And that's a, that's a really big thing to own up to. And it definitely – I definitely respect Kyrie a lot more. And – I'm going to continue to respect him till he's done playing basketball. He's phenomenal. Did LeBron like respond or anything to that? Uh, I don't. I didn't see. Anything. I don't think he like publicly came out and said anything. But I mean, he answered and like everything was cool. And I guess he was out to dinner or lunch with like Kevin Love. Really? So Love was there too. So I guess that makes it even better. Hmm. And it's it's nice to see that Love and LeBron are still cool. Yeah. So that's kind of dope. Yeah. Shout out Kevin Love. Um, shit. So we're gonna go to our three spot for um the West and the East. So who do you want at your small forward position? Because we have a lot of people that can take from the You're three East or West. Both. We're going West yeah. to East, East to West. Yeah. So whoever you want to start with, but that front um. court um. It's I pretty know. deep. As far as the East, I'm going to take – you got to take Giannis. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to take uh, – So this is going to be for your four spot. Who do you want as your four spot? For my four? Yeah. I'm going to take mm, – Or I guess I guess you could put Giannis at your four, and this is going to be your three spot. For my three – I'm going to put Tatum in there. I like that. I'm going to put Tatum in there. I like what the young guy's been doing for real, for real. Yeah. Um, as far as the West, you got to have LBJ in there. He's going to be my three. And then I want Anthony Davis at uh, my four. As your four? Yes. With... Mm, We'll we'll say that center spot. We'll say that center spot. I want Anthony Davis as my center, and I'm gonna put KD as my four. As your four? Yeah. So you're gonna have your guards are gonna be Steph Curry and James Harden. Steph Harden. Steph Harden. We got LeBron. LeBron. KD. KD. Anthony Davis. And Anthony Davis. In the West. In the West. In the East, I got Kyrie and Wade Mm -hmm. as my guards, and then I got Giannis, Tatum, and then I'm gonna take Blake Griffin. In there as well. Okay. Little, little, little different on my list. I don't know. I talked a lot of shit about Blake Griffin last year. Um, I just didn't think that he was that good of a player. I didn't think that he was that much of a difference maker. Yeah, but I uh, see it. I um, I ate my words, bro. He's been he's been killing it this year. So. Yeah, I mean, I, I've I always liked Blake. He did have that period where he kind of, you know what I mean? Yeah. He couldn't stay healthy and. He wasn't really scoring or nothing, but yeah. I don't know. I feel like he was back on his game. He was pretty consistent. He's been pretty consistent so far this year. Yeah. So I'm throwing him on my on my squad. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm going to give you my um, front court. I'm going to start with the East, too. So for my three, mm-hmm. I'm going to put Giannis. It's hard not for me to put Giannis. Right. I mean. But I'm going to put Giannis as my three. And for my four, 
I'm going to put Blake Griffin. Okay. Because he's definitely showed me up this year. I talked a hell of shit about him last year, about how he just wasn't that great of a player, how he's an elite. And he's been taking the Pistons to a different level, for me at least. Who are um, you going to put as a five, though? you going to throw Embiid in there? Yeah, boy. I'm going to put Embiid as my five. That guy's just – he's great. Yeah, I kind of left him off. I don't know how, but – I It's understandable, though. You gave him some love. Yeah. It's – um. There, I, the East front courts are really interchangeable. I think all right. the way up, all the way up to like Vince Carter. Bro, did you see him sneaking in there with those votes? Yeah, I feel like people are just kind of feeling for him. I know, and they just want him in there. So that's my starting five for the East. It's gonna be Kyrie. It's gonna be D Wade, mm-hmm. Giannis, um, Blake Griffin, then uh, Embiid. Okay. So for my West, my West is going to be a little bit different from yours. And I th- I don't know if you're going to like me or what, but um, <laughs> for my three, I'm going to put Luka Doncic. Doncic. Okay. That's my guy. Um, I hated on him before he came into the league. Uh, I didn't think he was going to be as anywhere close to where he is right now. I thought he was going to be a bust. Right. I'm gladly eating my words. I haven't really been paying attention to him, so that's he's, why he wasn't on my he list. He is going to be great. Um, I'm so excited for him to keep playing in the league. He's 19. I don't know when he turns 20 or if he is 20. Yeah, but he's super young, so I think he's going to be a force in the league. So I'm going to give him that three spot. And my four spot, I'm, I'm going to give it to LeBron James. Okay. I can't help it. Um, then that fifth spot, I'm going to give it to... Anthony Davis. I know he's a power forward, but yeah, I'm gonna have him as my center and put LBJ as a four. Um, what I'm kind of pissed about is that uh, Demarcus Cousins and Draymond Green are on this list for the West, right. and they've played well. One, Demarcus Cousins have played one game this year, two tonight, um, and Draymond has played like ass. Yeah, how does who is even voting for Cousins? I don't know. Probably Warriors fans. It has to be. Because DeMarcus Cousins has only played two games this year. (laughs) How is he in the all-star voting at all? Like, what has he shown us? You know what I mean? He's played one game. Yeah. Like, I just don't understand. Like, And these these all-star votings came out way before DeMarcus Cousins even played his first game. Like, I want to say, like, at least a week or two. And yeah, that's kind of crazy. I just, I get the fan. It's, I think it's, I don't know if, I think this is a fan votes, but I just don't understand as an NBA fan or a basketball fan that you could put DeMarcus Cousins even in there. He hasn't played. Right. I just kind of, it's almost like that. Yeah. It's almost like that one year where like Allen Iverson kind of got put in there while he was on the Nuggets, but his like back was broke or whatever. Yeah. I kind of remember that. Yeah. So I think that was kind of. That is kind of stupid, but yeah. So that's how we ha- who we have as our NBA starting five, um, East versus West. Who do you think is going to win that game, or does it even matter who wins? Not really. Um, I don't know. I know the West. They always come out. They always run the floor, score a lot. It'll probably be the West. Yeah, honestly, they're just built a little different. Yeah, isn't that how it's been the last couple years? Anyways, hasn't the West been getting them? So, yeah, 
I would like for the East to win, but it'll probably be the West for a fro. Yeah. Uh, no Cleveland Cavaliers are in the all-star voting, which is understandable. But, I mean, if Kevin Love comes back tomorrow, he could be in it because Cousins is in it, you know. Right. That's kind of weird. Yeah, I'm still kind of – I didn't see that until, like, just now, and <laughs> I, I'm still a little confused about that. But whatever. So we're going to get into a little bit of NBA title talk. Um, we're going to talk about um, the West and the East. We're going to talk about the two teams that are going to make it to the division um, championships and uh, who's going to move on. We're not going to claim our, who our winner is, but we're just going to talk about who do you th- who we think is going to be um, in there and who's who actually has like a legitimate chance to get there rather than um, kind of like smoke and mirrors teams. Um, I'm gonna go first. I'm gonna I'm gonna give you my two um, teams from the West and my two teams from the East. Um, so depending on where all the seeds are and who gets to what, right? I'm gonna have. Hold on. Let me let me just uh, look up standings real quick. That way, I don't sound like a jackass. Um, that might help. I don't. I definitely don't know the standings. That's okay. Well, I'll, we'll we'll keep each other informed. Okay, so right now, uh, first place in the East. Oh, we're talking about West. I'm an idiot. So right now, okay, it's exactly <coughs> what I thought it was going to be. Um, the Warriors are the number one seed in the West right now, with um, the Nuggets behind them by one game. So that's who right, I, I think that just happened though. Yeah, I do know that. So I'm definitely going to put the Warriors and the Nuggets in for the Western Conference Final. Um, I think the Nuggets have in a crazy team chemistry that right now, the only other team right now I think that has chemistry like that um, and doesn't really have that much talent is the Kings. Okay. And they're the 10th right now. So um, Lakers aren't in playoff contentions at all. So that's that's something to think about. Yeah. Um, the Clippers fell. They were number one for a while, but they fell to seven. Um, so I'm going to read off the uh, standings so EJ knows. So Just one, give me, like, top five. Top five. One Warriors, two Nuggets, three Thunder, four Blazers, five Rockets. Okay. And six Spurs, just so you know. They got – okay. Houston's at five? Yeah. Okay. Without Chris Paul. Right. I think my – uh. My Western Conference Championship is probably the same as yours. I was going to take Golden State and Denver. Yeah. For real, for real. Um, what, what, um, what do you think that series goes to, and um, who do you think wins it? Um, Denver, Golden State. I think you can apply kind of like the same thing we said about the Pats and the NFL. You know what I mean? I feel like they're conditioned to it. Right. They're used to it at this point. I'm going to take Golden State and <coughs> I'm going to take Golden State and six. Golden State and six? I like that. Um, <coughs> Just because they do choke here and there. And right. Like they lose games they're supposed to win. So. <laughs> yeah. And they're, they're not they're not the same Warriors as what they were when they were. They're not. What they, when they started. But I'm going to take Golden State and six. Golden State Even and six. I hate them. It, yeah, it's hard to not respect them. It really isn't, or it really is hard to not respect them because they're a great team. 
Uh, the last ten games are nine and one. So I think. Yeah. Like how can, you can't just you can't be mad at a team that puts good players together. I mean, it's all all legal. Like exactly. Nothing they did was like fake. Or, or cheated or anything like that. They just kind of beat everybody to the punch, for real, for real. They did. Um, um, so, for that, I'm going to say that it goes 6-2, and I think it is going to be the Warriors. Um, I love the Nuggets. I think they have a good scoring team, but I just don't think they can just keep up. They're going to have Boogie back, hopefully. Yeah. Excuse me. That whole team is going to be healthy, and they're um, – they're pretty scary when they're healthy. So, I mean, as long as the Nuggets stay healthy and the Warriors stay healthy, I think that's what's going to be the um, Western Conference final. And I think the Warriors are going to go, or me and EJ both think the Warriors are going to go in six, which is not surprising for uh, anybody. We got to make sure we uh, we got to make sure we go watch that. Oh yeah, these um, once the um, once the NFL is over, I'm. Definitely switching to NBA mode because, I mean, th- I feel like that's what everyone does. Though. Like, you know what right. I'm saying? Like, you you gotta watch the NFL because it's it's the playoffs and it's the last little bit. And right. the NBA's the NBA season's so long. Yeah, and it when, doesn't really get interesting till after the All Star break, anyway. Exactly. Like when um, oh shit, what was I gonna say? I completely fucking blank. Oh, like, like how often are you gonna watch? You know, just a random Thursday night game or like a Sunday night game when you have the Super Bowl on or something like that. You're like, you're right. not. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, at when the play or NFL – damn, I cannot talk. When the <laughs> NFL season's completely over, it's going to be college basketball and NBA basketball. Yeah, we got March Madness and the NBA starts heating up. Yeah. So. Yeah, I'm gonna actually like try to follow March Madness a little bit more. I also I I want to try to start following like college basketball more, but like yeah, I feel like they don't play any like important games. They just play Duke. They just play like Duke North Carolina. Right. Like they'll play the top ten, but that's it. I was gonna try to uh actually put a bracket together this year too. I think that'd be sweet. We um last year for one of our pods, um it was like our third or fourth. That that's mm-hmm. what we did. We did like a complete like. We just like went through the brackets and we just like put teams. Yeah, we had a horrible bracket, but I mean it was fun. Yeah, they do that one on ESPN or whatever. Yeah, where you can win like a shit ton of money. Yeah, yeah. I thought about doing that at least and then putting one <laughs> together like for myself or something. Yeah, I can't wait for it to just be basketball. <laughs> but <coughs> Jesus, <coughs> we're gonna talk about the East. I'm going to give you the top seven for the East because the East, I think, is uh, way more uh, tighter. Yeah, it's way tighter than the West right now. It's just be, I just think it's just a lot of teams aren't as good as – like there's not that one team that's the that's best. Standing out. Yeah. Um, number one's the Bucks. Number two's the Raptors. Number three's the Pacers. Number four's the 76ers. Number five's the Celtics. Number six is the Nets. Number seven is the Heat. And number eight is the Hornets. And, of course, Cavs are in last place. We don't even have double-digit wins. <laughs> so, that's that. Man. So. I still want to get those court seats. Those courtside seats. What are, are they, like $45? Yeah, we got to do that. You can drop $45 and get courtside seats. So We got to do that. All right. So, with this Eastern Conference being as tight as it is, um, 
really anybody in the top eight could fluctuate between one and one and eight. Right. Um, I need you to read me the list again. I, I got you. No worries. So we have Bucks one, Raptors two, Pacers three, Seventy Sixers four, Celtics five, Nets six, Heat seven, and Hornets eight. And we have Pistons and the Wizards at nine and ten. At the um, they have a even um, win loss. So I don't have enough knowledge of any of the teams in the east i don't know why like i had no trouble putting together my list for the west but this list for the east i really have no clue i mean i mean we're gonna be honest the west is a little bit more interesting right now exactly um i'm gonna still give you my just do it championship who you who you think you don't have you don't have to be right or wrong it's who you i'm gonna take boston okay I'm going to take Boston and Milwaukee. Boston and Milwaukee. That's going to be – that's a realistic title game. I know Boston's sitting at five, but – Right. I think they can end up working their way back up. And then Milwaukee, I just – we already talked about Giannis. I like what he's doing. I think he can give them what they need to yeah. go all the way through the conference yeah. championship. Boston sitting at five is not bad, though, because – Boston's definitely, like you said, way better than a five seed. So they're and they're they're still young, bro. Yeah. They can go on that spurt that I feel like can move them. Yeah, they, you know yeah. I mean three spots. Yeah, their their young guys have been kind of playing little little boo boo, but um, they they definitely have that factor to where they can just change it in right. a snap. Plus, I feel like I don't know out of anybody except for like. The old guys, I feel like the young guys are going to benefit the most from this break. <clears throat> yeah. So. Yeah, you got Kyrie leading you. Um, you have a good chance you're going to the finals. That's just who I got: Boston, Milwaukee. Boston, Milwaukee. I like that. It's hard to it's hard to say Giannis isn't playing out of his mind. He's definitely, and he's definitely a LeBron of the East right now. Yeah. He's definitely took his spot as <coughs> the best player in the East. Um. I really couldn't. I could put Embiid behind them, but that's so even hard to do. Yeah, I almost threw Philly in there, but yeah. So let me give you mine. I'm gonna have for my uh, see that's gonna make it. Team that's gonna go. Team that's gonna go. I got, I got the Bucks. Milwaukee's going. Yep, I got Milwaukee. All the way out of the East. Yep. Okay. Then I got the 76ers. And um, the reason I have the 76ers is because right now they still have they still have a pretty young core, but I feel like that young core with Jimmy Butler, playoff time, it's gonna be different. I feel like Jimmy Butler's hungry. He wants to show the NBA. And Philly, that you know, he means business. Yeah, and I agree. I think Embiid was hungry too. <laughs> I feel like, I feel like their loss to um, Boston last year was kind of. Um, it made sense, but then again, it it didn't because that year it kind of felt like Philly was going to do it because right. they won the Super Bowl. Um, Villanova won the national championship, so it was like Philly's going to go. They're going to play LeBron, and it feel anytime. Cleveland last year played Philly. They just got dominated by Embiid. Like they just couldn't yeah. do anything about it. So like, if Cle- if Cleveland played Philly, we knew that Philly was probably had a better chance of beating us. Right. 
Um, so that's what I want it to be. Um, but yeah, that's who I think is going to be West or Eastern Conference and Western Conference, and yeah. Got any problems with that or? I don't. I like your picks. Okay. I told you I almost threw Philly in there for mine. Yeah. But for some reason, I don't know. Boston. Yeah. So that is um pretty much all we have <coughs> right now for sports talk and shit like that. So we're going to get into some music and pop culture things. Um, we're going to talk about what's been on a rotation. Uh, and I got some questions for EJ. We're going to talk about this future that just dropped. We're going to talk about um, an artist EJ just introduced me to that I have no idea who he is, but I'm excited <laughs> to know. And we're going to talk about the backwoods shortage in Ohio. Mm-hmm. So, and we'll see what that has to do with everything. And we're going to take an ad break right now. So, the best, like, kind of combo to sleep in, uh-huh. all right, is when you get out the shower. I already know what you're going to say. No, like, hot, fresh shower, bro. You just shampooed your hair. You just conditioned it. You washed <laughs> your face. And, like, you turn the shower down because, like, you're not supposed to wash your face with, like, super hot water. So, but so right now you're in a hot shower, but then you turn it down to like, a, not, not not cool, but like, seventy two degrees. <laughs> water. In the middle. Yeah, bro. Like right in the middle <laughs> to where like you're not cold like right after like you took a shower, in right? In the middle. Yeah. So you wash your face and you rinse that shit off, then you go to your body wash and you you get your your shit done. Then after you get out, bro, your your fingernails and your toenails, they're soft, so you clip them all, bro, and your shit's all clean, bro. Yeah. Then you then you put lotion on, you, you know, you put on your arms, your feet, <laughs> your legs, and the shit like that. Bro, you're feeling good at this point. You're still naked. Still naked, sitting on the toilet, towel underneath your butt. Okay. I don't know if you want that. It's, I don't want that anymore. Okay. Then you... Then you put your moisturizer on your face. At least I do. Mm-hmm. Then you put deodorant on. Then you get that bottle cologne and you just spray yourself. Like, just like neck, neck, body, body, body. <laughs> neck, neck, body, body, body. All right. You do two? I do one, two. I know, then. but then you repeat it again? No. Okay. I was just doing it for effect. Right. <laughs> I was making sure. Like, bro, what? Oh. There's my dog. Jasmine's here to visit. But then, so then you you brush your teeth. You know, you got to get all or anything that you've had on your breath, whether you just woke up. Like, if this is a morning shower or night shower, I prefer it to be at night because, like, you go to bed. Yeah, because you go to bed. But then you brush your teeth. Then you dry yourself off and shit. You get your hair all dry. Your face on, or your face moisturizer, your lotion on, every, everything's done. Like, you're dry. Then you sleep on the sleep pants. <laughs> but no underwear. Right. You rock them bitches commando. Free ball. You free, you're free, bro. This is the freest you're going <coughs> to feel. You're going to feel free even though you have pants on. Like, it's like it's like cozy free. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no homo. No, yeah, no homo. But... <laughs> you you have the options to put socks on or don't put socks on. Um 
I sometimes in the winter put socks on, but if it's summertime, it's no socks. Okay. Okay. Then the last the last bit of the combination is the light hoodie. You put that on no <laughs> shirt and not only do you have a hood, you have a f- you have three pockets. You got your side pockets, your front pockets. That's more pockets than you normally have with sleep pants. Then you have the hood. The hood makes you feel comfortable. I don't know about yeah. you, but my hood makes me feel cozy, comfortable. Yeah. I'm never cold. I don't need pockets when I'm asleep, though. No, but, like, your phone and stuff. It's not in my pocket. It's next to me. You'll think about it one day. Okay. You'll, ha- you'll have that extra pocket. You the understand? Light, the light hoodie I did not right. know about. All right. So, but the light hoodie, it's it's almost like, um, I don't It's hard to explain. It could be a bulky hoodie, too, as long as you just don't have a shirt on underneath. No, I think it needs to be a light one. A light one? Maybe in the wintertime. It could be a bulky. You do a bulky. I think you could switch them out. But the light hoodie. But you could always do the light. Uh, what am I talking? I'm talking about a light hoodie to where like you're not wearing it to keep you warm. Like you're not wearing it into like December by itself. You know what I mean? Right. So yeah, I think that's like the perfect combo. Um, yeah, <laughs> that was a little off topic, but I mean, sleep I just pants ha- with the light hoodie. Sleep pants with the light hoodie. After you're hella clean, I'm gonna stay to it. After you're hella clean, like it obviously it's gonna be better if like your sheets are clean and your blankets are clean. That helps too. That's just like you should do. Th- you should make it a day. That's self-care right there. Clean your sheets. Mm-hmm. You ever smell sheets that are um, that are that are bad? Then you get those new sheets the next day or that that night, and you're just like, "Fuck!" And they're warm. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness, it's it's probably the best thing ever. Top ten, top five. Yeah, top five. Definitely. So we're gonna. What do you listen to when you're cozy, bro? Like, what have you been listening to? We're going to talk about rotations and shit. Like, what have you had in rotation? I know it's, like, um, it's 2019. Yeah. Uh, <coughs> almost February. Yeah. But, like, what have you carried anything from 2018 over? Um, Definitely. What's the um, thing that you've had? Uh, that Smino. Yeah. That Noir that's still in heavy rotation. Yeah, what you on a lot of chill shit. Yeah, what do you like so much about that new war? Um, just the replayability it had. You know what I mean? Yeah, it had a flow. It had a vibe that was just smooth. You yeah. can shuffle it or play it straight through. Don't have to worry about skips. That is true. The production was clean. It was pretty different too. It was mastered like insane. Bro had bars throughout pretty much the whole album. Like I can keep going on. Yeah, I it kind of made me um, he made me want to re-listen to Black Swan. I don't definitely. Think I, I don't think I appreciated Black Swan like right. I like I should have like I did. Yeah, like, I appreciate Noir. I think it I, was that it was the sound from Black Swan though, like elevated. Oh yeah, oh like, yeah. He matured since Black Swan. You could tell. Oh yeah, like it, this album is it's it's a really complete album. Like. When I listen to it, like I, I'm not. I feel like I'm not asking for more. Um, yeah. I'm not asking for less. Um, it, it didn't get half the love it deserved. Oh no, I just don't. F- I feel like a lot of people just need to have the ear for it. I know that's, you know, people say that when they want to sound, you know, hipstery. But nah, like, it, you literally, you just have to have like an ear for this type yes. of music. Like it, it, if you can get past 
um, the unusual like sound that it is, exactly. you're going to like it. I think that's what holds people back, too. It doesn't sound familiar. It do, Yeah, it doesn't sound what's going on they right now. They can't compare it to anything. No. So they're like, uh. They're just like, uh. Yeah, exactly. So uh. that's all I can say about that. But yeah. that I carried over. Um, the uh, Yay Ali project, Yay Ali and Chill. Still in heavy rotation. I haven't um, listened to a lot of Yale for a while. I gotta listen to it. Is that on Apple Music? It is on Apple. That's what he gave us to hold us off until the sequel, basically. Yeah. To Trap House Jodeci. <coughs> so, for people that really don't know who Ye like Ali is, like who would you compare him to? Um, man. I don't know. I think I was talking to t- uh, to somebody about him, and it was uh like an El DeBarge kind of. Okay. If you're familiar, he's like our generation's like El DeBarge kind of. So that's kind of j- that's kind of vague though. Honestly, I don't know who I would compare him to. Yeah. He's definitely an artist of our time though. Yeah, he's pretty good. I think he's um, I feel like his sound. Is pretty unique. A lot of people still haven't even really caught on to him either. Yeah, I know. It, it's weird because you'd think somebody that is different as he is and unique sounding as Ye Ali is, um, I thought he'd have been um, a lot bigger by now. Because I feel like parties kind of fell off, if anything. Nah, he just disappeared for real, for real. Well, I mean, I guess that's falling off. I did find a nice amount of leaks, though, the other day on SoundCloud. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Nice amount of leaks. And? Are you... They were pretty interesting. Huh. Considering he's been so ghost. Yeah. I've noticed that he does that, though. That's, like, his thing. Yeah. He doesn't really do a lot of interviews, either, so... I think that's what people like about him, though. Yeah, we don't get that anymore. Just like, kind of how uh, weekend was at first. You know what I mean? Right. They like that mysterious, like. Yeah, they don't know anything about him, but his music, mm-hmm. and we don't know if all of his music's really about him and exactly. it's the whole truth. But, yeah. So, um, what else have you had in your rotation? Um. There's uh. This guy I found a little minute ago, uh, Big Baby Gucci. Big Baby Gucci? Yeah. He's a SoundCloud guy or whatever. Um, I don't know where he's from. Yeah. Does he have that song, Dale Earnhardt or whatever? Maybe. Um, I'm pretty sure I can find it really quick. But he recently dropped a mixtape, a sequel. Yeah. Uh, universe two to universe one, and it had like a bunch of like anime skits and whatnot on it. Yeah. But he had been dropping like snippets or whatever on his Twitter page for a long time, and like people were tripping over this shit. And then he dropped the mixtape, and it was great. It was tight. I actually I sent it to Sean the other day. Yeah. He was uh. He texted me today asking about it, like, bro, does he have any more music? <laughs> um, he's pretty dope. He's not anything, like, super, like, different or anything. 
Right. But I like him. He's a pretty interesting artist. Yeah, I think I hold on. I definitely have a song by him. Yeah. He just goes by Big Baby, right? Sometimes. Um. Is a song Bruce Wayne? No. No. I don't think that's him. That's not him. Mm mm. Oh. I'm gonna play it real quick. <laughs> let me see the let me see the cover art. It might be him. No, that's not him. That's not him. Nope. Oh, well. I'm gonna uh, stop playing that. that. He had a Zaytoven beat. Yeah. But yeah, Big Baby Gucci. He dropped the project. That's been in pretty heavy rotation. I sent it to Sean. He liked it. Bro, uh, how's your Apple Music like that? Like what? Oh, it's in the heart. Oh, okay. I got it on the For You page, bro. Oh, I... You I realize we pay for Apple Music and, like... Yeah, we don't use, people like... People don't use... The service? Yes, bro. Yeah. Like, you can do a lot of shit, bro. They literally make you playlists, weekly playlists. Yeah. All right? Do they? Yeah. Favorite mixes. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Friends mix. It gives chill you... Chill mix. I, I've been wanting to try out that chill mix. Bro, I was trying to tell somebody the other day, the chill mix that they be giving me, they put me onto a lot of people. Really? Yeah, it updates every Sunday. Like, I look forward to it at this point. Like, really? It, it's Sunday, and, like, I'll be telling Angie, I'm like, all right, I got a new playlist. Like, we're about to shuffle it. That is... They be going nuts. That's crazy. I and gotta, then the favorites mix is a nice one to peep too because it'll literally like it bases the playlist off of things you listen to on a regular basis or like things that has high plays you know what i mean yeah and it's like a good ass playlist right they make these for you every that's single crazy. week bro i feel like apple music's kind of underrated now the more people you follow like the more friends you have like yeah. the more music it gives you like it's pretty nuts Oh, we, like, we play for that. We pay for this though, and like people don't even know what's really going on. Right? They give you playlists like daily. Yeah. Of things like it'll show you what you have in heavy rotation. Like that's actually what I was looking through as you're asking me this question. Yeah. It gives you like, bro. So what do you have <laughs> your like top five like heavy rotations right now? My top five. Yeah. Just um, like that. I don't know if it's like how much it's been played or whatnot, but it's re it's more so like recent stuff or whatever. But yeah, um, there's a guy I found. He's an R&B dude by the name of I don't know even know if this is the right way to pronounce it. Mulheron, Mulheron. <laughs> I found him through one of those chill mixes that they gave me. Yeah. Um, he's an R&B dude though. Uh, he dropped uh album in 2018 called Human Nature that I've been shuffling. Yeah. Uh, number two is that Wizard. Yeah. Of course. New Future album. Shit was amazing. Yeah, we're gonna get into that in a little bit. Yes. Um, then there's that Waves playlist that I sent you. Yeah. Which is just like all that R&B shit. Yeah, EJ makes some um, pretty good playlists. When I don't really know what to listen to, like, I just shuffle that. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's an easy go-to because that way, like, you don't have to, like, pick an album exactly. or look through all your albums. Like, exactly. you have a playlist, you just hit shuffle. And, like, you know you're going to like it because you made the playlist. So Right. Um, That Smino's on there. Yeah. That Big Baby Gucci album I just told you about. Universe 2 is on there. Um, 
that Ye Ali and Chill, and then that guy Money Man, who uh, Shandon showed me that winter EP that he dropped twenty eighteen. Oh yeah, that's, that's heavy hard. rotation for me as well. Um, he's not really like a super different artist or anything, but I like his sound. He's like a young Dolph, like you know what I mean. Yeah, Pablo Juan type dude. What you got in heavy rotation though? Uh, let me tell you what I got in my heavy rotation. I'm, I'll be pleased to. So, um, right now, I kind of recently discovered Tame Impala. Mm-hmm. I was never on them. I thought they were a really big hipster band, which I mean they kind of are, but yeah, I, I've kind of recently gotten to that type of music. I finally like was really curious one day, and I listened to them, and I was like, "Yeah, they're pretty dope." It's, they're good to vibe to. Yeah, um, yeah. That Currents is my number one. All right, that Kendrick's is next. Um, that eighteen oh four, okay, by Major Zoe's like my third right now. I I really like it. Okay, um, somebody out of Ohio to put out music like that to me is. Um, pretty impressive. Yeah, because we really don't get people like that from Ohio a lot. I've kind of been watching him uh, catch more buzz lately too. It's been yeah. interesting to watch. He only has like fifteen hundred fo- like fifteen hundred followers on Twitter. I know, but I see people constantly talking about him. You know what I mean? Yeah. As far as the Columbus music scene, if you don't mention him, you don't really right. Yeah, I'd say he's pretty important. If you say so. God damn, my dog is a fucking annoying. <laughs> so, yeah, that Major Zoe is in my playlist, in my heavy rotations right now. I'm listening to it every day. It, it's it's short. It's only like 29 minutes. Yeah. Um, something I brought into 2019 was that Pieces of a Man by Mick Jenkins. Okay. Um, that shit was... That, that blew me out the water. Like I was not expecting a project by him that I was gonna like again. Yeah. That waves and that other like that healing component. It was just not good, in my opinion. It just wasn't that good. They were kind of like just two different ends of the spectrum. Yeah. It was like a big jump, and it was just like what? It was hard to listen to. Yeah. And um, we were talking about that Black Swan. That's um, that's been in my heavy rotation too. I brought that from 2017. Yeah. I think that's when that came yeah, out. I've been listening to that a lot just because I, I feel like I haven't appreciated it as much. So, um, yeah, that's been in my uh, heavy rotation, and that's been in what's our heavy rotation. Um, so something that's been – or something that dropped recently was Future's um, album, The Wizard. Mm-hmm. Um, what, how do you feel about this album? Uh, off your first listen uh, First listen I liked it um, I was talking to Sean about it First thing he said Bro it's ass He like Obviously didn't like it For whatever reason yeah. I had to kind of like Talk him into it I still don't know Whether he likes it or not All Right. But uh, We were talking about it He didn't necessarily like Elevate You know what I mean Yeah He didn't really give us Anything new I felt like everybody wanted that Hendrix sound. Yeah. Do you think that he went for more of the future sound? Yeah. 
So I still liked it though. I still felt like he was talking shit. Yeah. It was still relatable. Yeah. And the beats were insane. Yeah, I was gonna ask the you production about that. on it was really um, nice. I kind of have a hot take about that. I honestly think it's more sonically pleasing than Astro World. Really? Yeah. Um, I didn't think that at first, but then the more I listened to it, the more I was just like, "Oh man, this sounds really good." Like this, this just pleases me so much more than like I think Astro World did. Hmm. Not saying that Astro World was bad or that like as far as his beat choice, but like like cl- like cleanliness of the mm, whole thing. Okay, yeah. Like it just it sounded. His music's always like that though. I know, but it was just really good this time. It was okay. super good. Yeah. Um. Yeah, what was um was like a couple of your favorites, or do you had like not have a favorite right now, or is like what's one song that stood out to you? Um, that promise you that. Yeah, I don't know what number it is, but yeah, that one stood out to me first listen. Yeah, he came with like I don't know a different kind of sound. I feel like people are gonna try to emulate what he did on that song. Yeah. It's tw- it was it was an hour and two minutes. We're it's not really used to this. It's pretty long. Yeah, we're not used to having like these long albums. And it was I think it was consistent. It was very consistent. And um, it had a general sound, but yeah, and I, you know I know you're um like you were saying like everyone was kind of like expecting future to like go in that like, kind of a new direction and shit like that, but um. I feel like this was like his, his like final form and his final perfection of this sound. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I think he knows that that's what we want. Yeah, because it was solid. And who knows? He probably, he definitely probably already has it. Yeah. He, this just is just that's what he chose to give us. So right. I agree with you. So what do you want to, um, besides the production and um, the sound that he kind of gave to us? What um. What's your final thoughts and final say on this future album? Um, I liked it. I liked the timing. Um, it kind of just left me wanting more. I got excited about future music again. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was what I wanted it to be. And yeah. I don't know. I'm hoping he'll drop something else before the year's over. He's usually pretty good for that, but. Yeah, and it, it's January, so. It's, Yeah. So he'll probably drop something for the summer. I'm definitely looking forward to it. Yeah. Um, my honest opinion, it made my heart cry. Uh, I loved it. Uh, it was a solid album to put out the first of the year. Definitely set the bar high. Yeah. Um, I think I'm still going to talk about this um, this time next year, about what I think was like an album that was good all year i hope i want to but you know if i get shown wrong then shit i get shown wrong people always post that picture of him like or it's like kobe with the future face on it yeah he has all the fucking mvps or yeah rings in front of him bro you can just add this to that i feel like yeah he definitely i mean yeah he has a really good solid body of work and i feel like i don't know i it's hard for me it's hard to not have future in my like top 10 right now of like someone that's doing really well in music someone that's yeah being a big impact on it it's just top 10 right now you everyone know? tries to emulate what he does something in some kind of way in 
some kind of way. Whether it's music, the um, fashion, exactly, drugs, jewelry, jewelry, something. It's yeah. He puts a big impact out there. So yeah, shout out to Future and his album. Um, so EJ wanted to talk to us about this guy called James Blake. So um, elaborate a little bit on us uh, about what James Blake does. Oh uh, yeah, he's just uh, he's kind of like associated with like the electronic genre. Like electronic. Yeah. So you could list him with like I don't know people like Samfa and then. Um, Ooh okay. There's a. Uh, I don't know. I'm not really that familiar with that group. Yeah. Do you want to play um, a little clip of a song real quick? Um, Just I some can. Something real quick. Nothing um, crazy. Put us like in the middle. You put me on the spot. I did. It's okay. Um, um, if nobody knows who Sampa <laughs> is, Sampa is, um, he's been in a lot of Drake songs. It's been like, what, two? Yeah. I can't yeah, background vocals on uh, 4422. Yeah. 4422. Yeah, he was dope. Yeah. I liked his uh, solo project that he put out. I'm not familiar enough with his music to play any of it right now. Yeah. Okay, that's fine. We'll find we'll find but something. Everybody was talking about this new album he dropped or whatever the other day. Yeah. Uh Assume Form, I think it's called. I want to check it out. Um, I wanted to see what the hype was about. Yeah. I went and got it. And he actually has some production from uh, Metro on there. Really? Yeah. I know we know Metro. He's kind of been taking risks here lately. He's been s- stepping in and out of like the electronic sound and everything. Yeah, which is, I don't think is bad. Switching up his sound, doing different stuff. So this made sense for, to me, um, and it was kind of a risk for James Blake because he, like I said, he normally wouldn't do anything that sounds like Metro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but he has a song Metro and some a Travis Scott feature. I think there's actually two songs like that. He has a Travis Scott feature. Travis Scott feature on this new one, and uh. I'm going to listen to this right now. It's pretty interesting. Uh, it caught me off guard. Um, Sweet. And they did it really good. Oh, they sound really good together. But, uh, yeah. it's a, I recommend you listen to it. Uh, What's that name of the album, ti- album title? Assume Form. Oh, whoa. Whoa. Yeah. He has an Andre 3000 Andre 3000 feature Oh my god Yeah Okay I'm gonna peep this guy That uh, The song I'm talking about Is number two though I believe Yeah So To describe what this guy looks like He looks like he's um, He's a white youth pastor Yeah Like he has a collar For some reason <laughs> Like I think of him I think of Ed Sheeran <laughs> He Okay that's Yeah that's a good Like Yeah that's a good comparison He um, He looks like what Ed Sharon should look like. <laughs> Not like a gremlin. Right. I compare a lot of people to gremlins, but like he's like a ginger gremlin. Yeah. So that's cool. Check that out. Um, I'm definitely going to. Um, he, if, if anything, uh, 
he was on um stop trying to be god i don't know what he was on for but um i think he just had like background vocals oh uh, then he also had king's dead he was mm-hmm. on king's dead so he you know he he fucks with the community and i fuck with that too so yeah. that's cool um so we're gonna get on to kind of our last topic of this pod um you know we've been everywhere from playoffs to um fucking the nba starting five to music yeah so right now talked about a lot yeah and i feel like we put in a short amount of time it's only been like an hour and a half so but um we're gonna finish this up here on this last subject um right now in columbus ohio at least uh there's been an issue with um backwoods and yeah. with people who aren't familiar with what backwards are, uh, backwards are. I know are. Sean was here to talk about this. Yeah. Oh my God. He be, would know better. Than he'd be so enthusiastic about yeah. it. We don't even smoke woods. I don't even yeah. smoke backwoods, and I know yeah. about it. Not right. Just because of him. Right. Just because of just the you, name and yeah. Everyone, you know what a backwards is if you're anywhere from thirteen years. <laughs> okay. Okay. Not thirteen. Let's say. 16 to 13 year olds know what a backwood right. is bro at this point yeah um what it is is it's um it's a leaf cigar that um you could smoke it as a cigar or if um like most people do at least what um a lot of rappers have been doing is they um use it to put weed in and they smoke it out of that so a lot of people um aka kids yeah have been just buying backwoods to put their weed in just because these rappers are doing it and um right now these shits them shits are hella harsh yeah it's like it's literally not good for you it feels like it's bad for you yeah at the end of the day and they're expensive as fuck don't they put like okay isn't there rumor they've been glass in them or has there been glass in some of them or fiberglass and some of them yeah something crazy bro but um Right now, there's a shortage in uh, Columbus, Ohio, and I feel it, like I think it's due to just the the buzz. Yeah, you know what I mean. Right. The just the popularity that has all of a sudden went to smoking leaves, bro. The music scene, pretty just yeah, music scene's responsible. Definitely. Yeah. The there's music. a shortage on them now. Yeah. And everybody's like losing their fucking minds. Yeah. So how how influential do you think the music scene is now? When it's it's going down all the way, it, you know, it, you know, some things it's uh, it's clothes, it's hairstyles, um, slang, but yeah. now it now it's down to like smoking things, right? So and what you smoke, you could say the same thing about Wiz and his Raws, like. right? That some people wanting to instead of smoking out of like. You know, you know, you'll use cigars. They'll smoke papers. So, how influential really is hip hop right now? To where it's one, it's creating a, a shortage of shit. Yeah. So even in little old Columbus, Ohio. Yeah. So it's crazy. How like where do you think like the influence like stops? Like where do you think that people like this are like? Like, who's to say that, you know, in the next couple of years that a new artist comes out, and this is, like, a newer, newer generation. Right. That, and this know, dude only smokes Swishers. Yeah. 
not even that but what if he um what if he smokes like meth like like seriously like yeah it that's like that's a serious thing like meth like people right. you could casually smoke meth and i'm not saying like be okay but like you could I mean, smoke meth one time like you're gonna be like well this rapper did it and he talked about it and we've, he's okay we've seen all the epidemics though we've seen the lean epidemic lean Zans. Zans, pain pills right now, perks and shit like that. Yeah, bro. Like, we've seen it all, so. What could that, you know. What like, do you think that next drug is? I don't want to know. Me either. I don't think, I think, Coke, <laughs> I feel like Coke's kind of dying down. I feel like with all these deaths, hopefully, with, like, mm. the reason of cocaine. You would think. You'd think. But you're right. I've been surprised, though, here recently. Yeah. By how popular that shit's getting. Yeah, I don't know. I I've never understood that shit, bro. Like, ever since like I've seen it in like movies, I've never, I could never understand like why you'd want to spend so much money on something that doesn't last that long. You know right. what I mean? Like, I just never, yeah. I never got it ever. Exactly. That's so. how I was, but I don't know. Maybe we're thinking about it different than everybody else. I'm glad we are, cause I don't want to do cocaine. So. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not snorting shit. Um. So, what what do you think that these artists should be using their um, their mainstream for um, instead of what they do right now? I know I I know a lot of people have different opinions on this. Some people think they shouldn't. Some people say they should use it yeah. for good. I think we see how negative it can be. Yeah. So, who's to say they couldn't do something positive with it? Right. But for some reason, the positive shit... People call it corny. Isn't popular. Yeah, it's corny. A lot of people call J. Cole corny. You know, J. Cole is arguably one of the most influential artists yeah. of our generation, but it seems like his, um, his anti-drug anti movement doesn't go that far. Mm-hmm. But I think it's because the movement for drugs is so is large. Bigger. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I don't know. I mean, if more dudes would come out and I guess not be talking about lean and, you know, yeah, blowing down and shit, then maybe we would see a shift. But it's mm -hmm. been like this for a nice little while now. Do you care if there's a shift or not? Not necessarily, no. Yeah. I, if I, it's good, then I'm going to listen to it. Right. If I like it, then I'm going to listen to it. Whether it's, you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I agree because at the end of the day, you're your own person. And if um, you justify your use of anything because of music, rap music, lyrics, and shit like that, I feel like then you shouldn't be. Yeah. You shouldn't be listening to music or doing that kind of shit. You know, it's yeah. just you're your own person at the end of the day. You make your own decisions. Exactly. You can't be like, well, I made this decision because of this person, that person. That's beyond me. It doesn't yeah. even make any sense to me. Yeah. But. Yeah. So. M underlying message of this, just be your own person. Uh, don't smoke backwards just because <laughs> your favorite rapper smoking backwards and you know that you hate that shit. Yeah. Because, you know, you probably roll like. You know, one backwood, and you're just like, man, I hate my life. <laughs> but you're just like, Snapchat, though. They got the backwood. They saw me with it. Yeah. 
posted on your story. Yeah. You want to tell people that you smoke backwards. Yeah. It's kind of sad. Okay. So, um, I think we're done. I think we're wrapping this up. Um, I think we're done. Uh, is there any kind of message you want to let, or you want to leave this shit with? EJ hasn't been on the pod in a year's time. I know. Um, get me on more, bro. Just whenever you want to. Just we don't chill. care. Yeah. So, um, yeah. If anybody has anything they want to add to us, they can always reach us at um, our Twitter and at name would be um, official. ATB on Twitter. I could be wrong. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna have John correct me as always um, when we once we get this shit edited. So um, uh, yeah, thanks for tuning in. Uh, we'll see you guys for the next pod, which should be um, our uh, our Grammys. So um, okay. yeah, maybe I'll be on that one. Hope so. All right, peace out.